Welcome everybody to the Hot Tag Hooligans Wrestling Podcast Show with myself, Aaron, and Tom. Tonight, she's the majestic three-time women's champion. Should have been four. We'll get into that. It's the one and only Misty Marks. How's it going? Hi, guys. It's going pretty good. So let's start there because Uh I'm pretty sure Lady Bird Monroe cheated somehow. Pretty sure it happened. (laughs) And but for someone like yourself to already be involved in a steel cage match, there are people who've wrestled 10 years and never stepped foot inside of a steel cage, but you did that just over the past weekend. Tell me about that experience because that has to be one that you'll always remember. Um, it was scary at first, you know, when the promoter brought it to us, I was very like, and then Lady Bird was like, hell yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But like, as time got closer, I started doing research on matches and stuff like that. And man, that cage is unforgiving. Like, uh, it was so much fun though. I can say that Lady Bird is a great competitor, but it was I was still, I'm, I'm, I was just so scared and shaken up by the whole thing, but I conquered the cage and that's all I can say about it. I conquered the cage. Now going into that, did you think that this early in your career though, that that would be a match that you would already be going toward? Or did you think that women perhaps never get a chance to be in a cage? Absolutely not. I would have never thought in my two year career of in-ring competing that I would be in a a cage match this early I thought maybe let me get six seven years in okay cage match time no like I would have never thought to be in a cage match ever because I know uh, when I first started I was like I would never do anything like that I would never I would never now I'm like okay sign me up I'll do it (laughs) but yeah it was it was an experience When you got the news that you were going to be in this match, did uh, did the wheels start spinning? Like, well, here's what I need to do to win this. What do I need to watch video on some other cage matches? What was your your mindset? Initially, my mom said, "I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't want to like. You could just have the championship. Like, I'm okay. Like, I don't want to do this." But as time went on, I was like, "This is a great experience for you know women's wrestling." um everyone was saying do you know there hasn't been like a cage match in years at this caliber in Texas and I'm like oh I didn't know that like people were coming to me saying that and I was like okay so not saying that I didn't take it seriously at first but I took it a little more in depth and so I started doing research about things I started thinking what I can do how can I use the cage to my advantage I even talked to my coaches at one point and I think what we came up with was pretty badass yeah, I've seen some of the clips of it on your Instagram, and it looks like the transitions were very crisp. The stuff that you all were doing in that match were, were very well done. Uh, but the bad part is it's still on a platform that a lot of people are going to find hard to go out and find. Yeah. So hopefully everyone's able to do that as time goes on, because people are really good about starting to put stuff on the Internet. But I'm really interested in checking that fully out. Well, I have the match fully. I just haven't. I'm just posting them in clips just to get a little buzz around it. Uh, sooner or later, I'll release it on it uh, on uh, YouTube. But right now, I'm just doing a little bit at a time on my stories and my page. 
Yep. And we're pretty sure again that Lady Bird uh, cheated. So we'll let you slide this time, Lady Bird. Okay. We'll let you slide with that one. But you mentioned something there. Steel cage matches are still something that a lot of promotions don't allow women to do. Uh, even the WWE over the last few years just finally let women be involved in the Money in the Bank briefcase type matches as well. And you were somebody who was featured in my book, Ascending the Queendom. And for anyone who hasn't got that, Misty Story's phenomenal. I absolutely love her for allowing me to take uh, take a look at her story and her journey in pro wrestling. But you mentioned to me in that book, watching someone like Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair main event a WrestleMania had you almost in tears, made you feel like it was such a proud moment, not only for yourself, but for other women in the business. And when you look at having cage matches now as well, what's the next step? What do we need to do? Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm still very young in my career, so a lot of things are just coming to me. Like opportunities that I never thought I'd get so early in my career, like the book. I would have never thought I'd be in a book this early in my career. I never thought I'd be in a cage match. I was in a no DQ match with Vicky V. Shout out to Vicky V. Um, last year in my career. So just, I'm just ready for anything. I know I put it out in the universe multiple times that, you know, I'm just waiting for the doors of opportunity to open up to me. And if it knocks on my door and I see a, a chance for me to exceed my career at such a young age and such a young time in my career, I'm, I'm open to all of that. So I guess, I don't know what's next for me. Um, I guess I'm gonna just keep collecting more championships. I didn't get that one, but you know, maybe I'll find my way back into Lady Bird and we'll go back at it for the title. Maybe it'll be for uh, something else, a different type of match. But I guess I'll keep collecting belts in other ways and other promotions right now. Now, you know, there are women out there that are really pushing the envelope in certain type of matches. Uh, I think of someone like a Sawyer Wreck, who here lately has been almost synonymous for these death type matches. Do you look at... Um, the way that the independent wrestling world is changing and see yourself maybe doing more, you know, trying those type of matches out and things like that? Um, <laughs> a death match? I don't see, I don't see Misty Marks doing that. I don't think Misty Marks need a weapon to annihilate her opponent. Um, those matches are not, I don't think they're made for me. Um, but shout out to the ones that do it. They just want to bleed and whoop each other's ass. More power to you. My face is too pretty. And so is my voluptuous body to have all those. You know, as a wrestler, we do get beat up, but it's internal, you know, stuff you can't see. Um, I, I, those type of matches uh, have pushed the bar a little bit, I think, for women, because more women are doing those type of matches. I think it's a great thing to show. Uh, how much wisdom, how much stamina, and how much strength we have as far as our bodies goes uh, outside of, you know, giving birth. But um, that's crazy. That's for, that's for them. That's not for me. <laughs> hey, it's not for me either. I'm just going to tell you now. It's not. I love going to watch them. And, man, more power to the people who can take that mm -hmm. type of punishment. Uh, 100%. I mean, if that's how you got to get your bag, get your bag, you know, and I'm and I'm all for that. But yeah, if someone's if I had a choice of doing this or that, I think I'm gonna do that instead. So. Hello, I'm with you. <laughs> I now, am with you. You are 
you were born in Houston and now you reside in San Antonio. And Texas is one of the biggest hotbeds for all of pro wrestling and has been ever since basically the inception of pro wrestling uh, within the United States of America. Three years ago, I would say that the Midwest women really were on a roll. The Billy Starkses the Cora Jades, the Sky Blues, but now the Southwest girls where it's at. And and I'll be straight honest with you. You got yourself. You've got someone like a young Mia Friday. You you know, you've got Holiday down there. Thunder Rosa representing jazz all all right there. Tell me about that Southwest girls. They hit hard, okay? (laughs) We hit hard. We take no prisoners. We just like to go out there and make sure we give the fans what they want from women's wrestling. And what they want is hard hitting in your face wrestling. They don't want that fake shit. Excuse my language. I want that fake shit. They don't want that. Oh oh my gosh, she's a girl. They don't want that. They want us to hit just as hard as the men do. And with these girls that I'm finally like coming face with, like the Mia Fridays, uh, like the Killer Cates and the MJ Santana's like, they are all hard hitters. And I'm just happy that, you know, my list of women to wrestle, to wrestle is getting smaller and smaller because I, at some point I want to wrestle every woman in this division, every woman in Texas, every woman that's on that. I'm sorry. Every woman that is a wrestler. I want to be able to put my hand on every single woman before my career is set. So that being said, you got somebody on your list for like uh, the very near future? So the near future, I'm very excited. Uh, I was just announced uh, Maya World. I have been waiting to wrestle her. It's finally coming this Sunday, uh, Austin, Texas, Inspire Pro Wrestling. Um, I'm very excited to be wrestling her. So she's been on my list for a while. Uh, I recently uh, got to wrestle Killer K at a DFW. That was an experience. He's been on my list for a while, too. I feel like the more I put it out there, who I want to wrestle, the more it's coming to me. So I'm just going to keep talking about it. Well, I don't know who else I'm going to step up to, but I know Maya Rose on my list, and bam, I got her. And you mentioned to me that, you know, previously that you're trying to get your wrestling license in every state. You want to go to every state before it's all said and done. Is there a state right now, though, that you're really wanting to get to sooner than later? I want to get up to OVW. I believe that's in Memphis. It's up here in Louisville. It's up here in Kentucky where we are. Kentucky. Yes, Kentucky. I want to get there. That's been on my list for a while. My my BFF is there, Tiffany Nieves. (laughs) So uh, that's one place that I'm really looking forward to going to. So we'll see what happens in the future. Al Snow quit slacking. Get Misty Marks to Louisville (laughs) right now. Uh, hopefully watches this we've, we've had quite a few OBW talents on the show so hopefully i'm gonna tag them in this so we can get you up there yes get me up there i'm excited to go there so one thing i like to talk about with with uh, guests is about the road trips when they're traveling from town to town what are you listening to on the radio oh okay so look okay so it depends on the day like i'm a podcast girl not like a lot of podcasts I have my specific ones I listen to the Steve Harvey morning show uh, I listen to that on the podcast and I also listen to uh, Miss Pat those two are my go-to podcasts when I just don't want to listen to music um 
I'll listen to them back to back. Like right now I'm way behind on both of them because I've been so into my music and watching my TV shows. So those are my go-to podcasts in any kind of music. Uh, I listen to R&B, rap, country, um, jazz. I have a whole playlist set up for all those type of situations that I want to be in while I'm on the road. Yeah, this past week, you know, we've done a lot of traveling for our shoot job. Like I said, two hours one way commute. So I've been trying to listen to more podcasts because I get tired of listening to the same songs on the radio sometimes. So I've been diving deep into some of these true crime podcasts. Uh Is that something that kind of interests you as well? No, I don't like true crime. My boyfriend's into it, though. I don't, it doesn't interest me. I think it's It's creepy. That's what I think. I think it's so creepy. I can't. I can't watch. Yeah, I can't listen to that or watch was, it, either one. Yeah, I was telling Tom today that it was kind of weird that they would tell a story about perhaps this guy who was a ladies' man and he got murdered. And I'm trying to visualize this man in my head. And then, of course, after the podcast, I looked him up and it was like someone I would never in my life picture this person to be. Like, I'm like, I thought they said he was a ladies' man. You know, he's 110 pounds soaking wet. And, you know, it, it's it's different, though. It's different. Um, I you know there is a... would... oh, I'm sorry go ahead go ahead you're good uh, I would say one time I was riding with Vicky V uh, we carpooled together uh, before she you know expecting her first baby uh, second baby uh, she will listen to this true crime podcast whenever we drive the rule in the car is if you're driving you get to pick what you want to listen to because it's to your comfortability and you have to drive so uh, she was listening to a true podcast while I was trying to sleep and I'm waking up <laughs> And they're talking about um, this woman who apparently murdered her children and her husband. And I was like, I ain't gonna lie, I was interested. I, I was so interested. I was like, oh my God, what? And then me and her was talking about it. So it was very interesting, but I don't think I do it on my own. I gotta be in the call with somebody. It's just creepy. <laughs> you know, I was reading an article earlier today. It's funny that this came up because it said if you are somebody who are very into the true crime like shows and podcasts and stuff, you could be a sociopath. And I thought that was very interesting. Like people who like can't get enough of them, there could be something wrong with them. Well, there you go. He's crazy. <laughs> Listen, I was I'm just bored. Two hours. It- it gets kind of boring seeing the same road landmarks and stuff like that it needs something to pass the time a little bit but you don't you know, you don't listen, listen to any this. wrestling podcast we, i do listen to some wrestling podcasts in the morning on the way up a lot of time busted open is on uh, mm, so yes. I'll, I'll listen to busted open sometimes and then wow. i do listen to talk is jericho sometimes as well and then I also listen to Dave Chappelle sometimes he has a comedy special on there every once in a while but i i find it hard i I don't need to be laughing a lot when when I'm driving because then I forget I'm driving sometimes. So it's not good. Well, for me, that's the best part. Like the two podcasts I just named, like they have me laughing so hard that I forget I'm driving. I like that feeling because driving is, I hate driving. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So just to be in a different world for a second while I'm laughing, it's, I like it. It helps me. Tom goes down the Joe Rogan podcast uh, quite a bit. He 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 listens to that quite a bit, which is a lot of different guests, you know, of all all genres of people and different types of story from aliens to just comedians to stuff like that. So it's crazy. 
I found out about Joe Rogan by listening to Miss Pat's show because one of his co-hosts is her co-host. And I was like, I need to maybe get into Joe Rogan, but I'm so behind on my other two podcasts. I'm like, I'll wait. Because I like to start from the beginning. Like I like to listen to the very first podcast and go through every single one. Well, you'll never get caught up on Joe Rogan's if you try to do that because there's, I think this last episode was 2009. It's been that many episodes. That's what you think. But I did the same thing with the Steve Harvey Morning Show and theirs was from 2005 and I caught up. Well, these are also three hours long too. Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) The Steve Harvey Morning Show is like an hour hour and 15. You talk about a three hour podcast? Yes. Wow. But you know what's great about it? is they talk about certain topics that you can't necessarily articulate and get what you need to get out of it in 25 minutes. And they talk about some things that I'm not even smart enough to understand. And I just I just leave the podcast thinking, well, I may have just wasted three hours because I will never be able to use any of that information. And then other times there's comedians and they're just, it's nonstop, just nonsensical, just laughter and silliness the whole time. Okay. And, but, but then there's the topics of, they talk about aliens a lot. You know, they talk about all these UFOs that people keep talking about that, that people are seeing in the Navy and all this stuff, congressional hearings. Oh, I just saw one recently. Yes. Yeah, it's all over, and Joe's like he wants to believe, wants it to be true so bad that anytime it can be squeezed into a podcast, he's talking about aliens, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I just saw. Speaking of aliens, I just saw something on Instagram uh, recently where this couple was in their bed and they was talking about how they heard loud noises in their backyard. Went out to their backyard and saw these alien-like figures. Something had crashed into their backyard and then they called the police. Hours later, it was gone. There was no evidence of anyone ever being in their backyard. And I was like, like, to some extent, they exist. They ex- mm, small, yeah, small percentage. There's definitely something going on. And I think that's what makes it intriguing for people to listen to. I agree. Now, I agree. Now you, you mentioned three hours being too long for a podcast. What's too long for a wrestling show, though, in your opinion? Three hours, about the same amount of time. Well, over three hours, because I'll watch WWE and be like, oh, I want another match. And their shows is about three, three and a half hours. For I feel like for, for that, yeah, three and a half hours, that's, uh, that's way too long. Now, what are your thoughts? Because we've got some different opinions on this. Do you like the two-night WrestleMania, or do you think it should be one night? Mm, at first, I didn't like it. I thought it was too much. Um, now I like it, but I still prefer one night. I feel like it takes away from that excitement. Now I have to now I have to go back two days, like. It's bittersweet. I, I like it for different reasons, but I will prefer the one day. Yes, the one day would do for me. And on Sunday, not on Saturday, on Sunday. Yeah, they're, they're both good shows. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, but for me, 
the wrestling historian and myself, I don't think everyone should be featured at WrestleMania. I think it should be your cream of the crop matches and everyone's had to work hard to get there. And let's go. I mean, even if it's one night, four hours long, let's do it and be done with it. Right. But it's such a money maker now. I don't know if they'll ever go back. I don't think they'll ever go back. And then now you have it to where you have the women's money in the bank. Then you have the men's. Then you got the uh, the women's Royal Rumble, then the men's. So it's kind of hard for both of them to main event uh the the show because that's the whole idea of the royal rumble but it's still one of those things of uh it's two nights eight hours total yeah it's a lot and i i went to the one um when they had the two night which one was that no i lied i didn't go when they had the two night i i went the year before the two nights started gotcha yeah yeah, and who knows? Maybe if there wasn't COVID, maybe they don't go two nights ever. So mm. maybe. I'm pretty sure at some point Vince would have figured it out. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. If not, he would have said he figured it out, whether he's the one that figured it out or not. He, exactly. He definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I just don't miss the six-hour WrestleMania. Like, I felt like they were getting longer and longer every year. So in a way, I'm glad they're broke up if they're going to continue to make them longer. Uh, but if they could just figure out how to do a four-hour show one night, it would be perfect. For me, I feel like the issue is they try to bring back names to come back to WrestleMania. Like, this year they had John Cena versus, um, what is his name? Uh, Austin Theory. Yeah, Austin. Was that necessary? Was it necessary? Like, did Austin Theory need a... I, I think Austin Theory is a great competitor, but did he need that match with, uh, to John Cena to prove that he's the man? I think not. Like that could have been scratched. Yeah, especially since they've done nothing with him since. Yeah, so, hasn't nothing helped at all. all. Jesus. Well, and here's a, here's another thought too, because you know we've discussed it before. They now do the Hall of Fame right after SmackDown. So why not take about five of those matches that you were going to put at WrestleMania and put it on SmackDown that night in front of that WrestleMania crowd? And it would be probably the highest rated SmackDown of the year. Yeah. And, you know, there was at least five matches they could have cut from that and put on SmackDown, but it is what it is. It is what it is. It's, it's a, I feel like with, it's a lot going, it's a lot packed into that one weekend. You got Friday yes. Night SmackDown now, then you have the award ceremony, then that, uh, the next day you have WrestleMania, and then you got, uh, what is it called? They do in the morning. The meet and greets and all the that it's a lot. I know those competitors are exhausted. And then you have so think about it: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You're at work, nonstop, basically all day, doing stuff. I know that's a lot on writers, producers, people that do the ring, people that are involved in the matches. That's a lot of work. And even it's if just, you're a fan. If you're a fan, it's even worse because I want to watch some of these independent promotions that are running WrestleMania weekend, too. I want to watch NXT as well. There is so much going on. There's rumored that Nashville may be getting WrestleMania in 2027 when this new stadium is built. And I've already told my wife, listen, I just may go watch all the independent stuff and be back on my couch by the time WrestleMania comes back. On. Like, because I've been to two manias. I don't, I don't have to go to another one. And so, you know, for me, it's kind of like, I want to go see the other stuff now. 
Yeah. I take that back. I was, I did do a WrestleMania week. It was my first one uh, when they were in Dallas and they had the two nights. Um, just for them to do the, what was it? It was like the WrestleCon. That was a lot. I just showed up just to help out. You know, Jazz was, in, was invited to be there. Some of the students uh, had the opportunity to go with her. And just that part was a lot. I was like, dang, this is what I got to look forward to because I am going to be a legend. Hello. Um, <laughs> but I was like, this is what I have to look forward to. And just to, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the WrestleMania. But the tickets, the prices of the tickets, I was like, man, I was like, I'm just going to go home and watch it. Yeah. I'm going to just go home and watch it. But yeah, the fans, as a fan, it's exhausting for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you got the, when you got the all day show on Saturday, you don't get out of there till 11. That's including like, not including traffic you got to get through just to get home. Wake up the next morning, do it all over again. Whew. Yeah. Definitely. Now, before we let you go, I want to do some rapid fire questions for you, okay? I'm ready. Which, which would you rather do? Get punched in the face by Jazz or take a scissor kick to the back of the head by Alicia Fox? Oh, oh, that's hard. Because Alicia kick hard. Uh, and Jazz punch hard. I'm going to take the kick from Alicia. If you're stranded on a deserted island and you can take one person that's within the business and one person that's out of the business, who or who are you taking with you? In the business, it'll probably be to Alicia Fox. <laughs> Outside the business, it'll probably be my boyfriend because he was in the army and he know how to do stuff he can help us <laughs> you had your choice between pizza or a hamburger what you choosing pizza all day i, I do know that your favorite food's pasta so i know i know i, I started to say burger turkey but it has to be a turkey burger turkey burgers are good i like turkey they're burgers. delicious Yes, people need to give them more more of a chance. All you gotta do is season it, for, for, you know, season it up like you would a regular what? burger, just oh. as good. So, and I don't eat pork or beef, so a turkey burger, it's delicious. Outside of putting yourself in a main event at at a WrestleMania, what is a match that you would like to see? I would love to see uh, Jazz versus Charlotte Flair. I would wow. love to see that. Let's go. Yeah, I want Jazz versus Bianca yeah. Belair, either one. I, I didn't even think about those two, but now I'm hyped. Somebody make that happen. Even if it's on SmackDown or Raw one night, let's make it happen. Man, come on. Wow. Yes. Who's tougher, Jazz or Rodney Mack? Ooh, they both some tough SOBs, but I'm going to give it to Rodney. And if you got a chance to main event anybody at WrestleMania, who you choosing? If he if he was a woman, I think we have a great match. <laughs> Me versus Randy Orton. You don't have to be a woman for it to be a great match. That's the times we're living now. It still be a great match now. I know. <laughs> Listen, I just I wish he was a death, woman, so I won't be frowned upon when I beat him. 
He's definitely giving you the RKO. I love you to death, but I, I, I think Randy, he's definitely, he'll cheat. He'll definitely cheat more he than you He definitely is going to cheat. He definitely is. That's what's going to make it amazing. All right. Tell everyone where they can find you on all social media. I want to correct something. My boyfriend is a Marine because if he found out I said Army, he'll kill me. Okay, let me start there. <laughs> he's a Marine. Okay. You can guys find me on any platform channel, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Misty. That's M-Y-S-T-I-I because I'm twice as good as you. Marks with an S. And there you go. Just follow your girl. Give her a follow. She puts up fantastic content. She's always posting videos of her taking herself uh, places with the titles. I mean, she ain't shy about taking them titles anywhere. She <laughs> At all. I love it. Hey, if I won a world championship, I'd be taking it everywhere. I don't care. Yeah, uh, I did another podcast, and the guy was like, man, the stories you be doing with your championships, I was like, ain't everybody doing that? Like, Because I know a few women that's in the business that have three championships, and I don't see none of that, so I guess not. That's where Roman Reigns takes all his belts everywhere. <laughs> well, he, if he do, he don't post about it. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely don't post on <laughs> you all. So, well, Missy, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks, you guys. For everyone else out there, make sure you're doing what you need to do so you can go watch Misty kick some ass everywhere that she's at. She's also got an amazing show for Mission Pro on August the 12th coming up as well. Uh, and so she's going to be kicking ass there as well. Who knows? Maybe she'll have her fourth title or fifth by then. Uh, for myself and Tom, we want to thank everyone for always subscribing uh, to our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And if you have not done so yet, make sure you pick up a copy of Ascending to Queendom. Available hardcover, paperback, ebook. Um, and again, I want to thank Busted Open for having me on the show with Thunder Rosa, uh, who's a fantastic advocate for women's pro wrestling. Um, and I, th I think this book is really starting to touch a lot of people. Seems like every day I'm, I'm getting a message from somebody, and we're still always right there in the top of the categories. Just speaking of top of the categories, I wouldn't be a good father, Tom, if I did not do this. Okay. For everyone who don't know, my daughter, Quinn is recently number one on the bestsellers list at 11 years of age with her Yay. book, Treat Dreams, uh, 11 years old. Uh, this past weekend, in less than 24 hours of her book dropping, she goes to number one on the bestsellers list and number 28 in the world, number 28 in the world for an 11-year-old. So congratulations to her. Pick up her, her book as well, Treat Dreams. Pick them both up and save on shipping. Best I can tell you to do, uh, because it's, there's always a problem getting shipping, but the more you buy, uh, the more that they'll get you. For myself, Tom, and Misty, we appreciate every single one of y'all. Thank y'all, and have a good night.